0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons
1: fan. And I am Learning.
0: And we are here today to. Celebrate our 50th episode. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah Oh man. Oh those wait, that's not the shooty guns. That's the That uh, was the air horn. That's the air horn. That's right. We, pew 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 pew. Oh that's the shooty guns. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, we are, of course, making our way through the entirety of the Simpsons series And this week, we are at season two, episode number 16, Bart's dog gets an F.
1: I feel like we should add a little caveat that this is our 50th episode, including the bonus episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is not the 50th episode of the show, The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This is our 50th produced episode. Correct. Of the Escalator to Nowhere. For all you pedants out there, (laughs) don't worry. That's right. Okay. (laughs) That is very pedantic of you. Yeah, (laughs) But yeah, uh, so uh, anyways, we're going to get started in our typical fashion. Caitlin is going to give us some specs on the episode.
1: Yes. Uh, Season 2, episode 16, Bart's Dog Gets an F. Production Code 7F14. Written by John Vitti. Directed by Jim Reardon with David Silverman as a supervising director. Mm -hmm. Original air date March 7th, 1991.
0: All right. So we've made it into March. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We have. Although, there was a break between this episode and the last episode, because the last episode was February 21st.
0: Oh, yeah. It just kind of felt, I don't know, it just kind of felt like, to me, like we were in February for a long time. Oh, maybe. I don't know.
1: It is the shortest month, though, so I'm not sure that if that's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I don't think so. Uh, I mean, if that was on the 21st, then the most episodes we could have had would have been three.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, we were... The Way We Was was February 1st. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. This doesn't check out. What? So, The Way We Was, February 1st. Uh-huh. A Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, February 7th. Yeah. Which is not a week apart. No. Then the 14th. Then the 21st. Now March 7th.
0: Oh. Huh. Eh. Uh, Weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe our sources were wrong.
0: Yeah, well we
1: it's either the wiki or the book. Yeah. Depending one, on how lazy I'm feeling. Oh,
0: fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh well either way, uh that being said, um, we got some business to take care of before we get into the show proper. So
1: <laughs> is that that's your uh that's the intro music for your segment. Oh, my my shout-out segment? Taking care of business. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I see. Is that what that was? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you
0: got to have that part in there.
1: Every day. Okay. Working overtime, go.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Uh, So, anyway, um, if you follow us on our social media accounts, then you may have seen that we put up an opportunity for you to receive a shout-out on this Our Very Special 50th episode. And so we would like to give special shout-outs to everybody who commented and uh, tagged friends in our social posts so, let's roll through these, shall we? Take it away. All right. So, the first shout-out is going to go to the person who actually pointed out to us that we were approaching our 50th episode. Send us a nice email, which you can do also, by the way, at escalator-to-nowhere-pod at gmail.com. Uh, to Austin Webb. Thank yeah. you, Austin. One of the first friends of the show. Uh, somebody who actually reached out to me before we had officially like launched. We had just put up the... Uh, put a couple up on the internet um, and had not officially like announced it or anything like that. And uh, Austin reached out to me, and, or to us, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, and um, uh, became an early friend of the show. So you were an OG, Austin.
1: Austin, uh, I was concerned about you because in the email you sent, you mentioned that you were outside and the timestamp on the email was 2 a.m. And I said, is he okay? And Robert reminded me that you're in California. That's so right. You're, Austin's still, on the West
0: Coast. Still so.
1: out pretty late, but I'm glad you weren't out wandering around at 2 a.m. in L.A. Everybody,
0: let's just remember that Caitlin and I go to bed at 9 p.m. We do. <laughs> so Early like, to bed, um, late to rise. Extremely late to rise. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> makes makes someone a warm, toasty cinnamon bun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyways, thank you, Austin, for your continued support of the ep- of show. And thank you so much for your very kind voicemail. Uh, and thank you very much for being our friend. Also, an early friend of the show, Andrew Spratt. Hey, Andrew. Hi. Thank you so much for reaching out to us as well. Andrew has offered uh, to help us uh, if we need things. Uh, Andrew is, of course, a sound engineer extraordinaire.
1: Oh I don't I didn't realize that. Yeah. I mean I knew he was in production in some way. I mm-hmm. didn't know that, Andrew. That's uh, cool.
0: So, uh, How hi, do you Andrew. sound? Hi, Andrew. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we sound okay?
1: <laughs> what if I talk like this?
0: Oh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then next, we have Grant Wallace. Hey, Grant. Grant is an old friend of mine from the early days, uh, and he demanded a shout-out when <laughs> earlier. <laughs> so
1: Asking uh, you shall receive. That's right.
0: Hi, Grant. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Uh, and also to some, uh, some of our other Facebook friends, um, meaning friends of the show on Facebook. Uh, if you are not a friend of ours on Facebook, we have a page, which is Escalator to Nowhere Pod, and you can also join our Escalator to Nowhere Facebook group. Chris Glick and Tyler Shifflett. Hey, y'all. Hi. Uh, Chris, also an early friend of the show. Thank you so much for supporting us, and thanks so much for, ta- uh, for tagging your friend, Tyler. And of course, uh, Carrie Rillo and Monica Marie. Hi guys. Carrie, you got that shout out, baby. There it <laughs> is. Uh, and of course, let's not forget our old pal Steve Jackson. Oh, Steve. Hi, Steve Jackson. Thank you for being a friend of our friend of the show. Uh, we're sorry that Bart gets hit by a car is such a crap episode, uh, but uh, we appreciate you and love you anyway. And uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold oh. up.
1: Steve Jackson likes that episode.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, he... Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, good I, job, but, Steve. But Steve Jackson also likes uh, Call of the Simpsons.
1: He's pretty special. Yeah, it's... yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Not no, no, no bueno. He's
1: our special friend. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, and of course, let's uh, continue on with oh, um, the first friend of our show, oh, another yeah. person who reached out and was very encouraging from the very beginning. Thank you very much to Timothy Burleson. Yeah,
1: Th- thank you, Timothy. Uh,
0: uh, Real talk, Timothy. Your encouragement from. From the very beginning, was most welcomed. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is, you know, when you start something like this, you often don't hear anything from anyone for a long time. You were the
1: first stranger we heard from, so Th- thanks. That's <laughs> right.
0: Thank you, Timothy, very much. A um, stranger no more. And we sure do appreciate uh, your continued support as well. And speaking of continued support, let's move on to some of our Instagram folks. Okay. Uh, the first one is Onion on my belt. Hi, Onion on my belt. Thank you so very much. For uh, reposting our uh, images on Instagram and for tagging us and recommending us on your page, uh, and uh, it has been uh, it's been a real pleasure to get to befriend you. And uh, thank you very much for all you've done for us. Make sure you check au- check them out on Instagram. It's onion underscore on underscore my underscore belt.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Onion On My Belts friend, Keeping It Kodos on Instagram. That's all one word, Keeping It Kodos. Uh, Thank you very much for-
1: uh, That's a good username. It
0: is a good username. I really like it a lot. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you check them out as well. And our friends, The Bailey's Wonderful Life. Thank you, uh, The underscore Bailey's underscore Wonderful Life. Check them out. Uh, Thank you very much for reposting our stuff on your page. We sure do appreciate that support. And one more, uh, uh, our friend Scott Chrisley. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Thank you very much for not only uh, supporting the show, but for sharing the show. And also, of course, for sending us comments.
1: Yeah, your insights have been very good. So thank you for that. that.
0: that. That's right. And uh, don't you worry, Scott. uh, Eventually, we will get some merch on the way for you. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I think Scott's in town right now. So we'll say, uh, well, I, I guess you'll... He'll probably be gone by the time this airs. This will air on the 15th. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, thank you, everyone, for your continued support. its uh, It's been a lot of fun to do this uh, podcast, and Caitlin and I are really enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting to share this with her, and uh, I'm...
1: I like overanalyzing things. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's, we're very good at it. Oh, she's doing her little like fist to the chin, <laughs> twinkle in her eye <laughs> uh, pose over there. And, um, oh, one more, uh, there's one more shout out. I would like to give a shout out to my lovely and beautiful wife oh. who is across <laughs> from me right now. I love you very much. Thank and you. I'm so proud of us for making it so yeah, far into this, uh, we are the kings and queens over here of starting something and then we dropping it. We start
1: projects <laughs> and then don't finish them.
0: But uh, I, I
1: have a lot of projects that I need to finish. But, One know, of which the people of this show will enjoy.
0: Yes, that's true. And we will—we're uh, going to have to do a bonus, a whole bonus episode about that okay. and how you did it and all that sort of thing. Okay. Once it's completed, so yeah. we post pictures.
1: The, the rest of the supplies are coming today. Tomorrow, I think, so That's hopefully by the exciting. end of the week, I'll be able to finish it.
0: So you probably have heard me say this before. I'm pretty sure I've said this a number of times, but the, the podcast was Caitlin's idea. Uh, and so I'm super glad that you uh, came to me with this idea, and I'm glad that we just bit the bullet and bought the yeah. necessary equipment. Like,
1: the format's not really that unique. It's not unique at all, really, because I mm-hmm. listened to Gilmore Guys when they first aired, and yeah. I feel like that's what kind of gave me the idea, because yeah
0: well it was timothy wasn't it who said who said you know welcome to the genre of expert yeah. and newbie
1: <laughs> yeah that's true it's true but yeah that's all
0: but you know what like i said i feel like that this is just as much about us as it is about the show that yeah, we're watching you anyway, know so well, let's
1: just make it about ourselves
0: <laughs> i am very good at that <laughs> So, anyways, uh, hey everybody! Your continued support has given us inspiration to continue to do this. Thank you very much for liking and commenting and sharing, being a part of our various social media uh, and all that. If you are not already a part of our social media, make sure that you hit us up again at Escalators Nowhere Pod. That is es- that is on. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. We are also have the Escalator to Nowhere Facebook group. And we are on Twitter at EskToNowherePod. And again, if you want to send us an email, that's Pod at gmail.com. Mm. Yes. But now we got big problems. Uh-oh. Caitlin's got big problems. What? You fucked up, lady.
1: Oh, yeah. Whoops, I fucked up. Uh-huh. Um, Last week for Oh Brother Where Art Thou, we kept commenting on the bell tower. Uh,
0: the Principal Charming.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Principal Charming. Sorry, we we recorded twice last week, which is not our norm, so mm-hmm. I'm a little my timeline's a little off. Principal Charming, we kept commenting on the bell tower mm-hmm. in the school. And I knew that that was from Vertigo, uh-huh. but I forgot to mention that it was from Vertigo. And yeah. several people contacted us and were like, "It's from Vertigo." <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and Vertigo is is a good Hitchcock film. However, my favorite Hitchcock film is Rear Window, which we will talk about in Bart of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, we in sure like, will, won't we? What four seasons? Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Yeah, Bart of Darkness in four seasons. Season six, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, 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 sorry, everybody. We, uh, we fucked up. Um, I have never seen Vertigo, and uh, Caitlin was not thinking about that. Uh, but no, I, I wasn't. And I had
1: will- even read it before that we started. Uh-huh. I, You know, I was, like, brushing up on my info, and I totally forgot to mention that.
0: I will say this, that uh, <laughs> I, I will say that when, after we were contacted by a couple of people, I mentioned it. To Caitlin from the kitchen. She was on the couch, I think. And I said, Oh, uh people are saying it's from Vertigo. And she was like, Oh, right. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so
1: whoops. Anyways, Oops, I fucked up. Yeah.
0: Oh well. Thanks for reaching out, everybody. And we sure do uh we sure do appreciate y'all contacting us and letting us know that we mm-hmm. made a mistake. Schooling us. Uh, so, anyways, let's get on to the episode. We've got the specs and I'm gonna read the synopsis for season two, episode sixteen. Bart excuse me, Bart's dog, gets an F. Yep. This is from the Simpsons wiki. It's uh, simpsons.fandom.com. If you would like to check it out, you can get it down in the description. The synopsis is that after Santa's little helper gets in trouble for destroying Homer's new sneakers, eating Homer's macadamia nut cookie, and tearing Marge's heirloom quilt, uh, Bart enrolls the hound in an obedience school, which Santa's little helper must pass if he wants to continue being the Simpsons Thank you, okay. Simpsons Wiki. That's a good that's synopsis. That's pretty good. Yes, yeah. that is how, that's how you write a synopsis. That's that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yep. Um, so, uh, we are... We'll start at the credits. I didn't notice anything in particular nope, neither. about the credits. Um,
1: they were back to their full form this week. The past few weeks have been short, cut short. Yeah. Um, but it was I, the entirety.
0: The chalkboard gag was, I will not sell school property, and... Uh, the couch gag was just them piled onto the couch. Yep, uh, the pets. everybody. Yeah, everybody and the pets, too.
1: Ironic that Santa's little helper was there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's almost, on the couch. Almost as if they
1: planned it that Aww. way. Huh. Hmm.
0: So then, after the credits, we cut to the exterior of the Simpsons' house, and Santa's little helper is making noise outside. Homer opens up the front door, and he's got his little robe on and he reaches down to grab the newspaper, the Springfield Shopper.
1: Yep, but, but Santa's little helper grabs the other end. We
0: get it right away, And right? he will not let go. Yeah, he won't. Um, is this, I wrote down here, is this the first time, this is the first instance we get of him destroying stuff?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think I, so.
0: I don't think we see that in Simpsons Roasting. Uh, uh, he really
1: hasn't been, I mean, he's been around, but he hasn't been like a focal point yeah and yeah because like in the past few episodes he's been like laying on the couch or on the floor or like or like maggie falls asleep on him or yeah something. Yeah, those, yeah those
0: sorts of things did you notice that when he walks across the floor he makes the little click click sound no same, <laughs> <laughs> this, i'm pretty sure i'm not just imagining that no. uh like the uh, mandela effect that we learned about from tiktok this week <laughs>
1: Ed McMahon
0: are you all ready for this? Get ready sit down. I hope you're so sitting down I,
1: I I'm I've been familiar with the Mandela effect for a while, but I learned a new one recently which was that Ed McMahon did not do commercials for Publishers Clearinghouse. House. I'll wait for you to recover from that
0: yeah like because I but I I, I remember them yes like I remember me too.
1: Them. And like, but the, the the catch is is that he was not in those commercials for the Publishers Clearing House. He was in the commercials for American Family Publishers.
0: What the but, fuck? But I remember the checks. Me too. And like and the uh, balloons.
1: Yeah. And then like the voiceover. Yes, and the people coming to the door yeah. and all that's
0: Like, like I remember that. Yeah. I would have lost a lot of money on Me that. Me too.
1: Bet. Me too. Yeah. I another one. Another example of a Mandela effect is uh. The Berenstein Bears. I always said Berenstein Bears, but if you look at it, it's spelled Berenstain.
0: Which is not as severe, I don't no, think. It's no, 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 like, no, no. I, I just, like, uh, when I saw that TikTok, I was like, wait a minute. And I, have you dived into on the internet to look at this or anything?
1: The, yes, I sent you, I, I sent you a Snopes link.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, think I saw for,
1: it. for that, and it says that it is false. Ed McMahon never appeared. In publishers' clearinghouse commercials.
0: That is knucking futs, <laughs> <laughs> like I. That is wild, y'all. Hey, hey! If you're listening to this, please comment on something of our social media uh, on the Insta- Excuse me, on the Instagram post or on on on, on the Facebook group or something. Do you remember this? Like, do you remember this happening? Because I do, 100%. So
1: here's what the Snopes site says. It says that uh, the claim is that entertainer Ed McMahon was a spokesperson for Publishers Clearing House. Snopes says that is false. There is no evidence that McMahon ever worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. He was, however, a spokesperson for American Family Publishers. In old television commercials for American Family Publishers, the word publishers appeared much smaller than American Family, perhaps because the company knew that American households had confused the two brands, believing that McMahon worked for the competition. Like,
0: what? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, in the video you sent me, too, there there's a clip of Rose from the Golden Girls yeah. talking on the yes. phone, and I remember that... I I, I love the Golden Girls. I'm a big fan of the I, GG. Yeah, I have seen every single episode of Golden Girls several times. This is definitely... It's not a fake clip. Rose is on the phone with I can't remember who. She says... "Um, Oh, it's Sophia playing a trick on her. She was... Uh-huh. I've won the Publishers Clearinghouse. Ed McMahon is on his way here now. Uh, like, even in 1980, whatever, or 1990, whatever, because the Golden Girls went off the air in '92. Yeah. That was still part of the zeitgeist. That is wild to me.
0: I, I have, I, I have, I have nothing to say about it. Like, I don't know what to say. The Mandela that-
1: effect is a weird thing, and if you don't know what the Mandela effect is. Uh, I will try to explain it. I might get some bits wrong. Um, but essentially, it is a widely held belief in, like, culture mm-hmm. that somebody did something or something or, you know.
0: Something happened. Something happened. Yeah. And, but, it, but, but it didn't.
1: But it didn't.
0: Yeah. But so,
1: everybody believes that it happened. Yeah.
0: It's called the Mandela Effect because it was widely believed by a lot of people that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s, right? I
1: think, yeah. Yeah. It, but but obviously. that is not true because he lived much, much longer after he was released. Yeah. So it, it's a wild thing, but there's so many examples of it that it's just like...
0: This one, though, is so crazy because the memories I have are just so vivid. I don't want to yeah. linger on this too long. Um, but how like, many of
1: you remember the movie Shazam starring Sinbad? You don't because it didn't exist. That's another example of Yeah,
0: that. that's crazy. Yeah, I... I'm pretty sure that that this, that did exist.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I remember that too. It's yeah. like it's such a mind fuck.
0: And Shaq was in Kazam. Kazam. Yeah.
1: So like the the it's like Kazam came out and then Shazam came out. And like the <laughs> posters are almost identical. I yeah, I, I don't think
0: I could tell you a single Sinbad joke, but I just remember when I was a kid, I thought that man was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! I don't like. It's not like you know. Like every once in a while, I'll just throw out like a Mitch Hedberg joke to Caitlin. Yeah. And, uh, even if she doesn't know the joke, you can identify it immediately because this is my Mitch Hedberg voice. Yeah. <laughs> Escalators can never break down. They can only become stairs. I mean, sorry for the convenience.
1: <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> That's true. Anyway. Anyway,
0: uh... Santa's little helper is destroying some shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, the and ne- the Mandela effect is real in this household today. Uh, mm-hmm. And anyway, so uh, Homer eventually wrestles away some of the newspaper from Santa's little it's got helper. a bill hole in the middle yep, of it—it's ripped. And we then cut away to Homer in the kitchen, uh, having made himself some breakfast. The dog is after the food. He says, "He says, no, not for you. This is Homer food." Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get a cutaway to the mind of Santa's little helper yeah, we here. We see, will get this.
1: We see how the world is from his point of view. Yeah,
0: he's colorblind.
1: Yeah, and uh, which the SipSids wiki is like, dogs do not see in black and white. But, you know, for the purposes of the episode. I thought they did. They they see the world differently, but I don't think it's like purely black and white.
0: Oh, I'd, I'd always heard that they were colorblind. So I assume that meant that they saw it in black and white. I'm colorblind and I don't see the world in black and white. I, but. Yeah.
1: So I imagine it's more like of what you see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I think they can see red very well. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Oh. Kind of like a bull. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, the, the, what's important here is that when we cut away, it's not the it's not the colors uh, that are important. Mm-hmm. It's the fact it's the that sound. all of the human dialogue turns into uh, just blah blah gibberish. It, it sounds yeah. like
1: uh, the peanuts. adults in peanuts. peanuts. Yep. Yep. Yes, yes, yep. that's
0: what I wrote down. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Wah, 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 wah. yeah.
0: Uh, so at any rate. We get established pretty quickly here that Santa's little helper does not He has not no idea what they're understand. saying to him.
1: Poor puppy. No. So uh, by that point, you know, Homer's eating breakfast mm-hmm. and uh, Marge is waking up the kids. Yep. And she goes into Lisa's room and Lisa's still asleep, which I assume is unusual for Lisa just because. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: oh, okay. And we yeah, see, I not thought about that. <laughs> we
1: see her little face and it looks messed up
0: yeah she got some chubby cheeks going on there yeah
1: so marge is like oh no you don't look well she feels her head she says she's very very hot Mm -hmm. um and lisa's like no no i'm gonna go to school she
0: she looks like she just had her wisdom teeth removed
1: well yeah yeah so
0: (laughs) i didn't realize that's what mumps was really yeah
1: oh yeah that's I never had mumps, is but. Is there a vaccine for mumps? Yes. Okay. All right. Maybe that's why i Mumps, never had it. I think, is one of those childhood illnesses that no longer really affects anybody huh. isn't in that, the United States.
0: Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. How you can get a vaccine for something. I know. And then you don't have to worry about it as much.
1: I know. Remember, <laughs> remember the chickenpox?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that that doesn't.
1: That's another uh, thing. Anymore. Yeah. Do you know why? Because of. Because the, there's a fucking there's vaccine, a vaccine for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't know. We had a chicken pox party when I was little. Did you
1: have one? I didn't have a party, but I definitely remember when I had the chicken pox.
0: I don't remember who had it, but that kid was invited to come over to our house. And I have a scar from my you chicken do. pox. I um, do too. And here. Of course, as uh really? Wow, I've never noticed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have never noticed. Uh I uh you know, the thing is, is like uh this my, my chicken pox scar has uh unintentionally benefited me because mm-hmm. i work in the 18th century you pretend century, you had smallpox and i'd say it's a, yeah <laughs> i say it's a pox scar yep. uh, uh b- because you know in the 18th century they don't have vaccines of course but they do have inoculations obviously and i cannot imagine that the person i portray would have not gotten the inoculation right um especially considering that people like washington were ordering the inoculations yeah if you guys army. think
1: a shot is bad god help you getting an inoculation there's
0: two ways that
1: shit do you know the two ways i know the the cut and the quill yeah so
0: so uh, the one way is they they cut open your arm they actually cut a small wound into the arm and then they take a quill pen and cut into uh which is the feather uh and they cut into someone who has an active smallpox disease Mm -hmm. draw out some of the pus and and then put put it into the arm yeah, uh, that's one way to do Ooh. it. Another way to do it, and I think probably the more common way to do it, uh, was to take a needle and thread and thread it through the pustule and then thread it through the arm. Uh, and so,
1: oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah.
0: One. And so, I actually have a scar on my arm, and because I'm a gentleman in the 18th century. <laughs> I don't t- typically show my upper arm, but it's from a cat that was, when I was little, that was sitting on my arm. And Tell my me brother, the
1: cat's name.
0: It, w- it was Mr. Bologna. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Out of all the cat names that you've had, I think that's my favorite.
0: That's my favorite t- too. We, so we, we had a lot of cat names. Um, well, obviously, but like, um, and, and later in life, it got to the point where like my mother wanted to name the cat one thing and everyone hated that name. Uh, <laughs> so we would name her something else.
1: That still happened to this day. Yes, it
0: does. <laughs> <laughs> so the current cat is, Mother refers to her as... as Gracie. Uh, is Gracie, that's right. We call her but Fishstick. Her name is Fishstick. <laughs> <laughs> the previous cat we all agreed on, although Mother called her Baby Girl, mm. uh, the previous cat was Hash Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, anyways, uh, when we were little, we had a, a Siamese... He was a male. Males can't be Siamese, can they?
1: that's calico. Oh, okay. Oh, that's but Simon's, you're right. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Simon's yes, yes. Simon is making big meal.
0: Um anyways, um he was white, had blue eyes, uh and um his name was Mr. Bologna. <laughs> and and Mr. Bologna was sitting on my shoulder at one point and my brother thought it would be hilarious to come up and scare the cat. Well he sure did scare that cat and that's a cat scratch.
1: That's a significant scar for a cat. Scratch. Yeah, that's
0: a cat scratch. Yeah. Can you believe it? Uh yeah. anyways, so that's my pox that's my inoculation scar. Yeah. If ever it really comes down to it. And it has before, somebody being like, you don't have that, uh I'll say I do have it. <laughs> and uh, so I will show you. That's right. And I will. Yeah.
1: I will throw down my coat right now.
0: Those moments don't happen very often, but like in first person interpretation, when you actually physically have something like that, people would be like, oh man. Yeah. (laughs) Like this person is
1: dedicated. Yeah,
0: all the religion and philosophy knowledge I have is not enough. But this fucking scar—the
1: <laughs> scar from Mister Balogun—right, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sure does push it over the edge. Good old Mister Belogna. Yeah. that was a good cat. All right, so
0: Lisa is sick. Is where we are. Lisa
1: is sick. How far are we into this episode? Oh
0: my god, thirty minutes. Marge,
1: Marge <laughs> says, "Oh, you're burning up. Your cheeks are swollen. I think you have the mumps. Mumps. Yeah. Um, she's calling Doctor Hibbert. Sure enough.
0: And uh, anyway, uh, we then hear Homer from the downstairs. (laughs) He says, the dog is hungry. So Uh Marge says, fee? And it it said in this, uh, what I appreciate about this little interaction here was it is such a natural sounding reaction. Mm -hmm. Marge, the dog is hungry. Well, Well, then
1: feed him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so here's the thing: like Homer had the wherewithal to get up, go get the newspaper, to cook him his own self breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> but he couldn't feed the dog.
0: Uh, well, uh, I guess the only thing I would say is that there's nothing to indicate that Homer cooked that breakfast. That's
1: true, but it is but, there.
0: Yeah, it is there. You're right. And
1: Marge is not in the kitchen. Yeah, correct. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, presumably... Um, but
0: uh, I anyway, uh, either way, yes, you're right. He got his ass up, went out to the front door. Yeah. He stood; at the, he was standing what seemed to be sort of at the bottom of the stairs in the living room area mm-hmm. outside of the kitchen mm-hmm. and still couldn't just feed the dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not that hard, but,
0: mm-hmm. you know. We then cut to... Uh, we see Santa's little helper outside. He is on a tether. mm mm-hmm. uh, and, Which um,
1: like isn't there, isn't their yard fenced in? Like, why are you putting your dog on a leash? Well, we we will or find out here him. in
0: a minute that he will no. Well, it's it is fenced in in the back, but it looks like the back connects to the front oh, yard. Oh, okay. Because we'll see that here in a second when Bart goes to school.
1: Okay, it doesn't go all the way around the back. Yeah. Area. Okay. Uh,
0: and, and at any rate, he is. uh He has run a <laughs> full ring around this, uh, like a full complete ring uh around the tether
1: it's very obvious where santa's little helper has been tied up because y- yes. there is no grass it's
0: it's it's very funny to me because in our backyard you can very clearly see where we walk the dogs normally it's true <laughs> you go out and around and yep. back <laughs> and uh anyway so he's got uh, he's got some of bart one of bart's toys it's a crusty dog you're my best friend mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah but then we see again he, the cutting away and him not understanding what the doll is saying. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So we get the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, so Marge is on the phone now. With, there's a lot of cutting, by the way, right here. Uh, everybody. This, this
1: episode is multifaceted, so there is a lot of scene changes. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so we cut to the interior of the Hibbert family home.
1: Which is the literal Cosby Show kitchen. Uh,
0: yes, it is. Yeah. And he is... I wrote down he is wearing a Cosby sweater. He is. That is and
1: there's... Three kids, and I think that, yeah. Wait.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's three kids. That
1: that tracks for um the show, the show, the yes, Cosby Show. Except they had five kids, I think. Did they have five? They had. Sonya, Denise, um.
0: <laughs> Rudy is the youngest. Rudy, uh-huh. yeah. Theo. Theo.
1: And, oh, uh, what's her name? Fuck. <laughs>
0: Well, either way, I thought that the three was the appropriate number of kids. (laughs) They might have Uh, four.
1: The Cosby's might have four kids.
0: But um, anyway, so oh yeah, I guess you're right because there was like because there Sonia doesn't live with them anymore.
1: Yeah, Yeah. what's her name?
0: Oh, I don't remember. But she remember she got caught.
1: There's Lisa Bonet.
0: She got caught drinking, and they gave her tea. Remember, (laughs) like they were taking quote unquote shots at the end of an episode oh. and they were like, Oh, and she, and she was, had learned her lesson already. Uh, but she was like, this is not appropriate. And they gave one to Rudy and she was like, no. <laughs> and then she took a sip and the last line of the episode was, this is tea. And oh, everyone I goes, didn't.
1: Ha, ha, ha. Uh, sorry. Rudy, Theo, Denise, Vanessa, and Sonia. Sonia? Sandra, Sandra,
0: Sandra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Sandra
1: is the oldest. She doesn't live in the house anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, Yo, I love. Was the she very light skinned? Was that Sandra? Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, all that's to say that uh, we see the interior of every yeah. household, yeah. and um, uh, Doctor Hibbert. Uh, uh, we see Marge. She, you know, Hello, this is Marge Simpson, mm-hmm. and he says, "It's not that I'm mad, but how did you get this number? We don't hear her." And he goes, "I see. Quite ingenious."
1: <laughs> I'm guessing she probably looked it up. In the phone book?
0: Yeah. Maybe? Th- that's That's the only thing I can yeah, figure. Okay. Um, but at any rate, um, uh, he says yeah. that he needs to see Lisa. Going to come bring her in, 2 o'clock. Then we're in the interior of the kitchen of the Simpsons house, and Bart is upset because Lisa is, quote unquote, faking it.
1: Yeah, she doesn't get to go to school.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: uh, Bart says, "Is if Lisa stays home, I stay home. And then she goes, if Bart stays home, I'm going to school.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and Bart is immediately, is my brother smarter than a hamster? Well, we'll see, because Bart is immediately very confused. Yeah. Uh, Wait a minute, if Lisa goes to school, then I go to school. But if Lisa stays home, so I stay home, Lisa goes to school, and Marge (laughs) just butts in here. And Lisa, don't confuse your brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of good
0: jokes in this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Despite what Steve Jackson thinks, this is a funny episode.
1: (laughs) Oh, he don't like this episode?
0: <laughs> he, he said it wasn't his Well, favorite, we've but...
1: already established that Steve's taste is questionable. Yes. So, mm-hmm. that tracks. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> <I> got him.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Bart is getting ready to go to school. Yep. He's leaving the house. Yep. And Lisa asks him to get her homework from Mrs. Hoover. Yeah. She calls her Mrs. Hoover.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Um, This is the second time we've heard of Mrs. Mrs. Hoover, Hoover. Although we have not... Have we seen Mrs. Hoover yet? Or Miss Hoover?
0: I think we have seen her, yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, Bart, uh, Bart chides her a little here and says, mm-hmm. listen, you wasted the chicken pox. Don't waste the
1: mumps. Meaning that she wants to keep up on her schoolwork. Yeah. So, you know... It- He's he would have used it as a vacation, definitely. Obviously. So, uh, Sam's little helper still out in the yard at this point, uh-huh. and the bus pulls up, mm-hmm. and um, he has,
0: so it, I, I felt like it was worth noting here that he has a collar on that says yes. never break. Um,
1: yeah, but when Bart goes to the school bus, he pulls and it, the
0: collar breaks. And of course it breaks. Of course. Um, but it was a call out, it was a, it was sort of a call forward, I guess, is what it would be to the monorail episode because the brakes in the monorail are seldom break.
1: <laughs> oh, I did not know that.
0: Um and anyways, uh, the point is that Bart gets onto the bus, and Santa's little helper has followed him. We see from Santa's little helper's point of view again when Bart mm-hmm. tells him to go home, it's just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if Santa's little helper is free, he's out.
1: Yeah, they close the door on him. Yep. And drive away. And so, so he's like walking down the street. That's right. Eating a bug.
0: <laughs> he, he eats a ladybug there. Yeah. He then goes into the quickie mart, mm-hmm. and he sees the beef jerky on the counter, jumps up and grabs some. Uh, Apu Shoes him away And we already know That Apu Values this jerky Don't you remember Mm -mm. Uh, From uh, Eighth Commandment episode Oh When Apu shows up With some beef jerky Oh that's right And Homer says Oh did you swipe that from work And he says No No.
1: Yeah (laughs) Um, Then he goes to the park and scares the ducks. Yep. Jasper's sitting there watching the ducks. He sure is. I guess I was
0: writing at that point.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh,
0: yeah. And then the Uh, see
1: you next Tuesday uh, enters the chat because...
0: I was wondering if you were going to say the word. (laughs) I
1: wrote it down. uh, (laughs) Mrs. Winfield. fuck this lady. That lady fucking sucks.
0: Yeah. Sylvia Winfield. You know what? Just die already. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, She calls Homer, who is, or she calls the Simpsons house. Homer's watching TV. He answers the phone and she says, that canine of yours is in my pool again. Can you
0: imagine picking up the phone and it being Sylvia Winfield? Oh,
1: the worst. The woman. You know how, you know how like there are those people in your life where you see their number on caller ID and you just have to take a moment before you answer the phone. And you're just like, ugh yeah exactly exactly now yeah yeah what do you want uh well mrs winfield wants to be a bitch because (laughs) yes (laughs) she's telling homer that she's gonna call the dog warden because the dog's in her pool but and homer oh yeah as far as
0: homer knows the dog's tied up
1: yeah yeah homer doesn't know that Santa's a little over, was broken up. They're mm-hmm. broken out. So he's like, yeah, well, you go ahead and call your precious dog warden your own, own bleh, you <laughs> you old battle axe, because my dog is tied up in the backyard.
0: We get, we get a build up to the inevitable joke yeah, here. Yeah, I, I felt like, I don't know how you felt, but I felt like we were going to get a really huge dough here. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. so she's being a turd on the phone, and mm-hmm. Homer's arguing with her, and then he finally goes to the window and looks out and notices that he's gone, and we see, dough.
0: Yeah, are you losing your hearing or just stupid? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to explain this to you one more time, and then I'm going to hang up on you. It's not my dog. I tied the dog outside myself. I am looking at him right
1: yeah, I, I feel like I should make a sticker or something that says Sylvia Winfield is a bitch. <laughs> That's probably not very nice. What do you
0: think about that, Scott? Would you wear that on a t-shirt? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so the next scene we we have is, we have cut to is Homer wet, the dog wet, mm-hmm. and the dog on a new leather collar.
1: Yeah, so he's, he's walking down the street and he runs into none other than Flanders. Yeah, yep. Which is really just what you need after your. Uh, yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> Shh, everybody, be quiet. The Amazon, the, the Amazon man is here. Uh, hi. Uh, no, oh no, no! Oh, here we go.
1: Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's cool. All talking, right. talking, talking. Yeah, nothing's not unusual here.
0: No. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> oh,
1: Okay. Well, that was Can pretty good. or I'll send you to obedience school. Okay. Oh. There we go. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: um. And, yeah, you're right. You know, your morning has already gone crappy, and now all of a sudden this dog has put you in a position where you got to talk to Flanders, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, Flanders is uh, out getting some exercise, yep. and he thinks Homer's doing the same, which is, as we know, not the case. Laughable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. Um. And then...
0: Homer is making fun of his outfit here, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he does look pretty humorous in he his does. early he is, 90s get-up. He
1: is extra with the... He's got the sweatband, tracksuit, hand weights, ankle weights. And then we pan down and we see his shoes.
0: Oh, yeah. The assassins.
1: And Homer is extra excited about the shoes that Flanders is wearing. The Mm -hmm. assassins. Which I equated the assassins in my brain to the Reebok pumps. Pumps. Yes, exactly.
0: Yep. That's what I wrote down. He's
1: talking about all the stuff that these... Uh shoes do, they have velcro straps, yep. a water pump in the tongue, a built-in pedometer, um reflective sidewalls, and vanity license plates. Yeah. So they are fancy. Did you have a pair of pumps? No.
0: Oh really? Mm-mm. I did.
1: I had LA Gear light up shoes. Those uh, were cool. Those were
0: cool. Yeah. yeah, those were cool. I
1: remember like when they came out, they were like the thing. So I had those.
0: We have uh we have a family friend. Uh I guess it's I guess it's normal to call him a family friend now who graduated high school yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I've known this person since they were a little kid. And um, at any rate, uh, we were there and talking with some of our other friends who have a little Mm -hmm. five-year-old.
2: Almost five. Almost five-year-old.
0: And he had little light-ups on. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he was jumping over on the
1: cornhole boards. Oh, that's cool. I I remember when I did um, evening work, uh-huh. uh working programs mostly ghost tours mm-hmm. um and and every now and then you'd get a kid that had like really crazy light-up shoes like we're talking like 20 2010s light-up shoes wow. not the 90s like two yeah, little yeah, leds yeah. but these were like intense a full-on light show uh-huh. uh and every now and then you get a kid on a tour with one of those and like it just, like, ruined the ambiance because it was dark as hell, and then you see, like, twinkle lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they uh, were very cool. Man.
0: Hey, one day I'll tell y'all the story about the time that I told a kid on a ghost tour about my ghost cat, and, and Caitlin was there.
1: <laughs> That's a funny story. It is a good story. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll, we'll save it for a Treehouse of Horror or something. There
1: you go. Um Yeah, so Homer wants to know how much the shoes cost. And um, Flanders is like, well, they're not giving them away. But sometimes you just got to spoil yourself.
0: In short, they're expensive. So how much, when he said this, did you have a figure pop into your head about how much the shoes cost?
1: (sighs) No, not really. I mean, I... I I...
0: remember, if I remember correctly, maybe this is not a fucking Mandela effect. Maybe this (laughs) never happened. Um, But if I remember correctly, pumps cost hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, i I would have have assumed like somewhere in that vicinity.
0: Which I guess in like for comparison, I think that our first NES, our first Nintendo, also cost like a hundred dollars. A hundred
1: dollars in the early nineties, I remember being like a big amount of money. Yeah, my grandparents every year for my birthday gave me fifty dollars. Wow, and that went into my college fund but um like i remember just being like wow that's a lot of money
0: (laughs) that's like that's like when and
1: now it gets you like a french fry
0: every every so often caitlin's parents will uh for like birthdays and stuff give her a little a little check and they'll say do something fun with it and we're like okay and we pay a bill we
1: pay we pay off debt (laughs) that's right yeah our birthday gifts so you know the Uh, tradition is still alive Hey,
0: we're millennials we've got debt baby yeah
1: so anyway uh
0: Lisa is at the doctor now. Oh, oh I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Well,
1: well, um Homer's still talking to Flanders, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about the shoes, and they start beeping and he's like, "Oh, my heart rate's dropping. Oh, yeah. Got to D- go."
0: Just like when you go for a walk with your with, with your, your Apple, Apple Watch. Watch. Yeah. And it's like, "Are you still working out?" <laughs> Fuck you. yes I am." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
1: "You Apple Watch. Uh, we can go on a bike ride later. Uh-huh. I got a new bike." Bling, bling. with a bell. I got to get a Bort license plate though.
0: That's true. You do need to get a Bort license yeah. plate for it.
1: Okay. So we we cut
0: to the doctor. Dr. Hibbert is looking at Lisa. She's got discoloration in the saliva glands, uh, swelling. Oh, yep. Yep. She's got the mumps. That's what it is. And she's going to have to miss a week of school.
1: And she is, of course, upset. Yeah. She doesn't want to fall behind.
0: This is not really like uh, moving the plot forward here. This Mm -hmm. is just to fill out the fact that she's in the doctor's office. And
1: she, yeah, she's definitely ill. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Doctor Hibbert asks her what her favorite subject is, and he and she says arithmetic. Uh-huh. And he says, "Now, uh, before you know it, you'll be back amongst your polygons, your hypotenuse, and your Euclidean algorithms. That is not arithmetic. That is geometry." <laughs> Doctor Hibbert.
0: Uh, correct. Yes, <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> that is right. Um, although I think the joke here is that he says all of these. Potentially complicated sounding things to a little girl. And then he goes, Now get some rest and have yourself a Wowie pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: <clears throat> anyway, uh, sorry, y'all. I had two lattes again this morning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we are just flemming it up.
0: That's right. And uh, we cut to Homer, who is at work. And it's Lisa. Turns out, of course, she has the mumps. And she asks him if he would please <laughs> go get her some magazines. When
1: she says the mumps, he goes, Oh. The kissing disease. My little oh, yeah. girl is growing up. That's right. No, that is not the monster.
0: Sorry, wrong one, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, anyway, so she asked him to go and get uh, a couple of magazines for her Teen Dream, Teen Scream, and, and Teen, Teen Steam. Steam. She's
1: eight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are you doing, Lisa?
0: Yeah, and this, of course, uh, is a playoff of the very popular magazine when we were young. I'm sure you had at least one copy of Tiger Beat.
1: I don't think I did. Wow. I, uh, I had 17. Okay. YM, which was, I think, stood for young and modern. Young and modern,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, those were the two big ones that I would get. I don't think I ever got Tiger Beat.
0: What did I have? Mad Magazine. That's what I had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it. I remember when The Simpsons did the Mad Magazine episode. It was a big deal for me. I think
1: there was a magazine in the 90s called Jane. I think I, I would read that one, too. Mm.
0: There was a magazine at one point that had only like three issues called Flux. Did you did you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Or did you ever heard of that? Did you like my <laughs> <laughs> phrase? Did you ever heard of that? Um, what I remember about that magazine, my older brother purchased a copy, and it had little segments in it called Don't Do This. Uh, one of them was, do not take a lifelike baby doll and drop it off the second floor of the mall. Well, yeah. (laughs) uh, Right. And then, like, the other one was, like, do not take methylene blue, which, by the way, is a fish tank cleaner, and put it into something dark like a Coke or a coffee because if you do, the person who drinks it will be peeing blue for hours. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, so basically it was egging you on to yes, do those things. Yes, that's I what see. I remember about that I'm magazine. I'm getting it now.
0: It was, uh, uh, like I said, it didn't last very long. Uh, but I, uh, that's that Mad Magazine are the two magazines I remember the yeah. most.
1: <laughs> uh, Jane Magazine was in publication from 1997 to 2007. So I am. Oh, okay. I, I, I definitely read that. Yeah.
0: I wonder if you can get magazines on the old Kindle.
1: I'm sure you can. You probably
0: can. Newspapers too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that would be useful.
1: Let's talk about Bionic Reading and how what a life changer it is. Yes, it is. Holy yeah. shit.
0: So uh, I bought a Kindle recently. And despite the fact that I have to read like a lot for my job, Caitlin has had to read for her degree. Uh, and
1: I've always struggled with it. Me and- too.
0: Uh, I, I have never been diagnosed as dyslexic or anything, but I do get letters and numbers crossed mm-hmm. frequently. Caitlin knows if you try to read like a list of numbers to me, I will inevitably mix them up. See,
1: I, I'm the same way though.
0: And uh, at any rate, uh, I got a Kindle, a new paper white, and it has a open uh, font. Uh, yes, right? it's called dy- dyslexic open font or something open like that. open dyslexic. That's what it's called. Uh-huh. Did I mix the words? <laughs> 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 ah. Anyway, it's called Open Dyslexic font, and essentially, it's just heavy weighted at the bottom, so it's darker at the bottom than it is at the top. But it's
1: so much easier to read. It it's is so weird,
0: y'all. I'm I, like, if I, you Google
1: it, like, it, there's information about it. It's yeah. like, I think, I think probably within the next year or two, it's going to be an accessibility thing, and it's going to be available on all. There's already a Chrome extension for it. Yeah, uh, but like iPhone and whatnot.
0: I'm not. I'm not even kidding when I say this to you. Like, I read the other day for about two hours i don't think i have ever read that long right. like the longest i can stand to read regular font is about like 15 minutes
1: yeah it's crazy
0: and i just sat and read and it was fine yeah. and, and and you know what the, you know what it was, it was because i didn't have to keep going back mm-hmm. and rereading sentences mm-hmm. and i wasn't losing my place skipping lines yes. yeah yeah skipping yeah. lines is a huge problem yeah uh, and uh, or immediately forgetting what you had just exactly. supposedly read. You laid your eyes on. I read not...
1: about Daniel Defoe this morning That's just right. because the, I could. Uh, uh,
0: Daniel Defoe is the author of Robinson Crusoe. If you're not familiar, great. Right. So, anyways, yeah. If you uh, are like me and Caitlin, and you have had difficulties with that, look up. Uh, look for uh, open dyslexic font. There's a and... um,
1: there's an iPhone app too, but you have to pay for it. I'm uh-huh. like, eh, I don't know if it's that dire right now, but yeah. like it, eventually, I'm hoping that they'll it'll be, just be an incorporated thing. I think it will. I mean, yeah. you can
0: already change everything on your phone to oh, different yeah. fonts anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, check it out. It really worth, really worth your time. If mm-hmm. you know, even just for a look
1: like actual, like game changer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyways, he, that, that has nothing to do with it. It doesn't. Uh, and Homer says he's going to go and purchase these various magazines for Lisa. And he does recognize by the way that teen steam <laughs> might be a little steamy. Uh, but yeah. he says, Well, you're the sicky.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh we see Lenny walk in. He's just in here to relieve Homer of his duties so he can go to the newsstand to buy the magazines. Yes.
0: So he he takes over Homer's spot by sitting in Homer's chair yeah. and eating a donut. <laughs> yeah.
1: His, Homer's setup kind of reminds me of my new setup at work, and that uh-huh. is just like screens and buttons all around. Oh. <laughs> which is fun. Um that just made me think of that. Uh-huh. Um, so then we cut back to the uh to the Simpsons household and Marge is showing oh, Lisa. Man. The, fam- uh, the family quilt.
0: Uh, Did you cringe when she brought it out? Because you just knew.
1: Honestly, <laughs> you, no. No, really? <laughs> I wasn't thinking that far uh, ahead. But oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, but uh, no, what I was thinking of is when Marge opens the box, Lisa sniffs and goes, it smells historic. Yeah. That is a thing. Yes, it is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> historic t- textiles have a smell. Yeah.
0: yeah. I it, mean,
1: it's just the nature of them being a textile of things
0: being old and yeah. many of them having been kept in unair conditioned spaces yep. for many years. Yeah. Attics and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, if, if you're unfamiliar to that sort of scent, think about it in the same way as you know, like an old book. Yeah. You yeah. know what a new book smells like, right? right? You know what an old book smells like. Yeah. They just smell different.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, anyways, yes, it smells historic. And it turns out that Marge has a five-generation quilt. And women in their family, in the Bouvier family, have added a square to it uh, for every generation. And we get some good gags here. Yeah,
1: so one of the squares is King Tobacco, yep. indicating that this quilt is from the 17th century. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then, sorry, what's the other one? There's a buffalo. Buffalo hunting. Yeah, buffalo yep. hunting. There's a lady riding the buffalo. There's the uh, There's one that's supposed to resemble the Civil War. Civil
0: War sh- soldier getting shot. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we get a chart that says 1929 <laughs> with the, you know, the. Um the like economic chart, crashing. yep yeah with the arrow pointing down <laughs> <Stonks>. <laughs> breaking through the um the lower axis on the chart yep uh n- not unlike the stock market these days but we won't <laughs> we won't go there um what a time
0: to get into the stock market everybody yeah right
1: uh so marge is explaining to her that you know everybody's done a square and now it's lisa's turn yep and uh Lisa's like, but I don't I don't know how to sew. Mm-hmm. And Marge is like, yes, you do. You just don't know it. And then she goes, the memory of a million drop stitches flows in your veins. And
0: Marge <laughs> proceeds at this point to thread a needle in a miraculous fashion. <laughs>
1: she throws the thread. Wait, she throws the thread in the air. Yeah. The needle in oh, the she air. She throws the needle in the air and yeah. catches it on the thread. Yep. And... Yeah, so uh, she shows Lisa that, and then Lisa tries it, and she stabs herself. And Marge is like, "Well, mm-hmm. you just need to develop a callus." Yep. Uh, and and she says, "You see?" And then she like, stabs herself with a needle a couple times, and then takes a lighter and burns her finger. Yep. Marge is just doing this to herself, yep. and she says, "See." And then she goes, "That's your sewing finger, Mm -hmm. and that's a thing. If you sew a lot, you will develop calluses where you're pushing your needle through." See,
0: Caitlin is doing something that I thought actually was the case. Marge is doing this to her index finger, but it's your middle. Yeah, most sewers use their middle finger, right? Yeah. Well, Marge only
1: has four fingers. Oh, fair enough.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: You know so anyway so yeah she's explaining that to her and then we see homer at the newsstand
0: yep he's buying these magazines mm-hmm. and he gets the side eye from the clerk he says they're for my daughter sure they are uh, the point of this is not that he actually is buying the magazines. Is but he in the
1: mall? Yeah, it places, okay.
0: it puts him in the mall so that he can see in the window the assassins, mm-hmm. the shoes, the assassin store. Had.
1: Yeah, so he like goes and presses his face up against the glass, and, and then he sees the price tag. Yes, and
0: it verified in my mind my thought earlier of how much these shoes would cost. Oh so, yeah, hundred and twenty-five dollars, yeah. not that's, too far off.
1: That's yeah, that's I wouldn't pay that for shoes now.
0: Uh, no. Yeah. No, no. No. In the, in the, I, I wait for my shoes to go on sale for thirty five dollars.
1: <laughs> and they're name brand shoes.
0: Yeah. Like I mean, not that that doesn't always matter, but you know, I have a, I, I wear Adidas's. Uh, Asics. Asics. God. <laughs> I wear <laughs> Asics. Um, uh, I've had plantar fasciitis and all that kind of stuff because of uh my work shoes and blah blah blah. Um, but uh, I just have a preferred pair of shoes and I would not pay hundred and twenty-five dollars yeah, for them. No, although I don't know what like fancy shoes, fancy like tennis shoes, sneakers. Oh, cost like good these days.
1: running shoes will easily cost you almost like it. No, I, like I mean annoying.
0: fashionable ones. I mean oh. the ones that people collect and that kind of stuff. Oh, i don't know. Sh-
1: we should have asked our friend that graduated because apparently that's what he does. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We should have. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, hindsight way. is twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. Anyways, we don't know. Uh, leave us a comment. Tell us <laughs> how much. Uh, tell us how much they cost.
1: <laughs> I don't know. A million dollars.
0: Um, at any rate, uh, he uh, he gets in his head. He gets the thought bubble of Ned saying, "Sometimes you got to spoil yourself." And, he's, and Homer says, "But I can't afford that. And, and Ned is playing an an unusual uh, devil here, uh, saying. I order you to buy those shoes. Okay, Flanders, you're the boss. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's like the little situi- the conscience on the shoulder thing. Yep. Um, and then
0: we cut back to the interior of Lisa's room, and we see Marge's addition to the quilt.
1: Yeah, which is, which is a yin-yang. And it says, uh, oh, shit, I just lost it. It says
0: keep on trucking is what it says. Okay. But uh, hey. Tell, in like hippie font. Tell everybody about the cool sticker you saw the other day, the yin-yang.
1: <laughs> I was walking to my car after work. And I think this person works in the library, but I'm uh-huh. not sure. Uh-huh. And it was a yin-yang depicting Dolly Parton and Elvira. <laughs> it I was wa- pretty I funny. I kind of want it. I kind of want it. Yeah, we can put I, the picture. Uh, we'll of that post on the... that picture on Insta. Yeah. I legitimately just like pointed and laughed, even though nobody was around. <laughs>
0: She sent me the picture. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Lisa says, "What does that mean? Keep on trucking." That is, and she goes, "I don't. I didn't know then, and I don't know that <laughs> now." And that is, you know, like uh, I felt that real hard because there. One of my senior pictures, you know, you get the little individual wallet pictures, and you give them out to your friends and all this. One of the ones that I had was me sitting with a with an electric guitar. Oh, I, can, I can't play the guitar. <laughs> I couldn't play a single chord on that guitar when I took those pictures. You can now, but I yes, that's true. But, but y'all, why did I do that? <laughs> like, why would you take a picture like that? Like to give someone the indication that you play a guitar? Cool. That's why. Well, that's why I did it. Was yeah. Because playing a guitar is cool, and it is. It is a. Uh, I say punk rock, but I listened to alt rock when I yeah. was in high school. That's what I listened to.
1: Um, your picture could have been like Steve Jackson's picture that he sent you the other oh, day. Oh, yes. Old, <laughs> old cowboy Steve Jackson. <laughs> Explain that one, Steve. <laughs> Were you trying to be cool? Hey, because hey, hey, Steve, is that picture
0: better or worse than Bark gets hit by a car? <laughs> <laughs> you be the judge. <laughs> Uh, Hey, Steve, can we post that picture on the Instagram? (laughs) We'll cover Uh your face. (laughs) Anyway, um, so the point is that uh, uh, they are working on the quilt.
1: Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And then Bart comes in, and he's giving Lisa her... his home or no, sorry. He is giving Lisa her homework and she's she's flipping through the pile of yep. paper. She says, Oh, okay, phonics, functions, vocabulary, and remedial reading in part had tried to give her his homework.
0: Yeah. And Homer comes in, he's got his uh he's got the magazines, and Homer says something that is foreshadowing here. Uh how many of these guys are named Corey?
1: Eight. She uh-huh. says eight. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, there's a lot of Corys in the 90s.
0: That's right. And yeah. um, Le- Lisa will later uh, have an infatuation yes. with a Cory. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now, when you were sick as a kid, was there something that you always had or asked for?
0: Yeah, there's that. There's that. Um,
1: that meme meme yeah. yes and
0: it's like being sick in the 90s and it's got the picture of the flower couch you know like yeah. the, the couch with the flower pattern on it
1: it's got ginger ale saltines flower couch and prices is right the price is right and, is right. and yep. that is absolutely maybe not so much the saltines for me but ginger ale i always wanted when i was sick
0: we uh oh the sorry the uh the recorder just light just turned on i'm not sure why it seems you, it's, g- it's going. Are you okay? Yeah, it's, okay. G- it's going. Uh, okay. I was asking though.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's yeah, it's going. Uh, <laughs> making me nervous. Yeah. Um, and, and anyway, uh, that is to say, yes. Uh, it, it for me, like being sick in the '90s was I. I, I did not get ginger ale so much, um, but I would get something carbonated. Mm-hmm. I would get saltines. Okay. Um, I we I definitely laid on that couch. Yeah. Uh and watch the prices mm-hmm. right, and if I had a cold or something like that, it was VIX Vapor. Right?
1: Oh, no, yeah.
0: My grandma would rub it on my chest, and then she would like take a little bit, and you know, like sort of like Put it dirt, on your nose. the Dirty Sanchez yeah. Vapo rub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I Now, did you stay at home? Oh, yeah, you probably stayed at home because your mom stayed at home, yeah? Well, actually, you go I, to would, your grandma's I would go
0: to either Mama or Grandma's house, oh, okay. yeah, depending. Uh, depending on what was going on. Although although Mama worked for uh, until she retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, oftentimes if I was sick, I was over at Grandma's house. Oh,
2: okay. I'm just
0: curious. But uh, at any rate, um, so they brought in the magazines, they brought in the homework, and uh, Bart then notices that Homer has purchased the shoes, the assassins. And he even drops the bomb here. He says, yes, uh, Homer says, yeah, read them and weep. Uh, Marge says they're very elaborate sneakers to which Bart replies, well, they better be for 125 bucks.
1: And then you hear Homer go down.
0: Yep. 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 And (laughs) And Marge
1: is not
0: pleased. uh, Of course not. Yeah. $125. Come on, Homer. Um, that's, that's more than you paid for the, uh, box of dusty candy hearts in I Love Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Anyway, uh, at any rate, uh, boy, I'm struggling to transition into my thoughts here
1: yeah uh th- th- then we um Marge is like oh I thought we agreed to consult each other about major yeah. purchases and then he, he goes well you you bought all those smoke alarms and we haven't had any any fires yep <laughs> so you know
0: and then we cut to the TV yes so oh uh, the TV is just shown uh, and we see, uh, Bostkowski, uh, Miss yeah. Boskowski,
1: Kent Brockman and Lucille Boskowski, he's talking about a man hunt, uh-huh. but it's for a woman hunt for the babysitter bandit. Yep. Then we see Krusty on a, sh- uh, uh, a talk show.
0: Yep. A late night looking talk mm-hmm. show.
1: There's a commercial for Duff. Mm-hmm. Then we see, uh, the show, I can't believe they invented it, which we talked about Couple episodes ago. Couple episodes ago, uh, hosted by Troy, Mc- Troy McClure. Although, in this episode, he is not um, voiced he, by Phil Hartman. Very clearly da- not, yeah. It is Dan Caston. No, 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 We Anyway.
0: Cut, we, we cut back from the TV here, and we see that Santa's little helper is chewing on the remote. Yeah, so that's he's why the channels
1: are flipping flipping up and we've, down.
0: We've, we've, been divi- we've uh, sort of been uh, driven aside by the pseudo B-plot of Lisa's sickness and also the addition to the A-plot of the shoes yeah. and the quilt. Right. Um, but uh, I guess it's not really a B-plot. But anyway, that being said, mm-hmm. uh, Santa's little helper is being naughty still. Yep. Well, Homer's shoes are now up in the closet. Mm-hmm. And we see Santa's little helper looking at them. Mm-hmm. And a single shoestring falls from the top, which is just and enough. And he
1: takes that time to grab the shoes down. Yep. And tear them up.
0: Yep. Just like our dog
1: <laughs> tore up our carpet.
0: Uh, I was going to say, reached up onto the counter at one point oh, and, and pulled ate a pizza. down a, uh, no, we have a beagle. All right. We have two beagles, but the, no, the
1: one of them's bigger than the other. Yeah.
0: The bigger of the two is still not a big dog. So this dog, if he is on his hind legs can put his nose up to the table, but he can't reach what's on the table. Yeah. Well, somehow or another, this dog reached up while we were out of the house one day and pulled off a whole Domino's pizza. Now, mind you, this was not just a Domino's pizza; it was half regular, like crust, pan half mm. Pan pizza, it was y'all. A lot. This dog ate a whole pizza. Yeah, it, like yeah. he was visibly fatter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the cat was in cahoots with him that day, but it happened twice. <laughs> yeah, and like, the thing- and like, we don't. Put it like at the edge of the counter where he can get it. We make sure that it's pushed back. Yeah, but
0: now, now every time it, that every time this happens, now the pizza we get a pizza or it's leftover pizza, it goes in the oven. Like we can't leave it up there. No. But this dog was so fat and so uncomfortable. You could
1: tell like his <laughs> stomach just hurt. He was and wheezing. Was making, we talked about his stomach making noises, and his stomach was making yeah. lots of noises. I have an update. Oh. I just looked up new Air Jordans. Uh-huh. They're $125. Really? Uh, there's some that are more expensive. Wow. But the Air Jordan, or I'm sorry, the Jordan Air 200Es, which are not the high tops. But uh-huh. They just look kind of like regular sneakers. Uh-huh. Actually, they kind of look like Homer sneakers. Oh, um, they do. Yeah. They're $125.
0: Oh, well. So. That is significantly less than I would have thought they would be. Same. Um, well, anyway, uh. The dog has gotten a hold of the shoes. We see Homer walk into the room, and there is a trail of shoe parts and pieces. And
1: he is upset. Yeah,
0: he is. He's he's livid. Um, And he
1: starts yelling, and then Santa's little helper starts yowling. Yep. And
0: we cut to the scene of obedience schools. So they are looking in. uh, The family is looking in the newspaper. Uh, or excuse me, the Yellow Pages yeah. for various schools, and they settle on one that looks very noble.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's uh, Emily Winthrop's uh, canine. Hold on, uh, it's cut off. Emily Winthrop's canine school, or something like that.
0: Uh huh. But that's not the important part of Emily Winthrop.
1: No. What? Oh, the important part of Emily Winthrop is that she's p- portrayed by. Tracy Ullman?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and <coughs> so we then cut immediately to the interior of the school. We are introduced to Emily Winthrop, and she uh, is uh, walking past the various dogs who are sitting and behaving well. Yeah. And Santa's little helper, of course, is not. And uh,
1: let's talk about who is attending obedience class. Okay. At Emily Winthrop's dog obedience school.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. There's some random lady. <laughs> But good, good. Then we see Jacques with his little poodle. Uh huh. So I guess he just got a poodle. Mm-hmm. Then we see Bart with Santa's little helper. But Martin's also there. Uh, Sam the barfly is in this school. I uh-huh. mean, we're not seeing him all in these in this exact scene, but um, yeah, there's lots of lots of folks there with their little dogs getting trained. Yeah,
0: and the important part of this opening sequence here at the school is that she introduces them to, as she says, the two most important words that you'll ever hear in your life. Choke chain. <sighs> yeah. So in short, uh, even though she posted a very <laughs> noble looking uh, ad in the Yellow Pages.
1: This is not a great... Yeah. We've established that this is not a great obedience school.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so... At any rate, she demonstrates on Santa's little helper uh, saying, you know, you raise a dog the way you would a child, simple authoritative commands, lay down, and then immediate correction. She yanks the chain, his eyes pop. She's not a very nice lady. No. Um,
1: um, yeah. And then that's when Martin asks how they know that, that it's been done effectively. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it's, I, I can't remember. Hold on. Sorry. I lost it. Um she says the dog, yeah, the dog's eyes will cross, and their tongue will come out of their mouth,
0: yep. um and, at any rate, uh, they're going to use the choke chain in this in this school, yes, if they're do, if they're following her instructions at least, yeah. uh, that's what they're going to do. yeah. so we then cut into the interior of the Simpsons household, the uh, the ladies, uh, Lisa and Marge, are working on The Quilt. Mm-hmm.
1: They're watching a soap opera.
0: They are, and it's highly dramatic. Yes. <laughs> uh, Le- uh, Lisa says, is it always this good? And Marge uh, acknowledges what I think most people who watch soap operas uh, do She's, mm-hmm. she says i don't know i'm i'm in and out
1: <laughs> yeah it, it, she says i'm only watching today because brandy is coming out of her coma and she knows the phony prince's body is hidden in the boathouse Yeah, I mean, there's a so, high
0: drama going on yeah. on this episode on this episode or this show
1: yeah and then we see uh santa's little helper chasing snowball too yep and um lisa has a she has a sucker in her hand it's probably the one that it's her wobbly pop yeah. yeah that she got from dr hibbert and we see from so snowball jumps into Lisa's lap. She has the sucker in her hand, and we see from uh, Santa's little helpers' perspective, the lollipop looking like a turkey.
0: Yes. So he, he, of course, he grabs it. Grabs it, and off he goes. Yeah. We're back then into the obedience school, and Bart is cleaning up Santa's little helper, Santa's little helpers puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in short, what we're seeing here is that. The obedience school is not going well.
1: No. At least it comments on that when he's chasing the cat around. Yeah, the what house. are we going to do yeah. if,
0: if this doesn't work? Right. So then Homer is inside the mall again. He's got the shoebox with him. Uh-huh. He walks up to the counter and says, Hey, uh, I don't, I turns out I don't want these. They open the box and they say, What's going on with this? He says, Well, my dog, my faithful dog, was bringing them to me and they fell apart in his mouth. Uh, but obviously, that's not going to work, and so he's sent away uh, unsatisfied.
1: Where he encounters a lady handing out free samples. Yes, from the,
0: Colossus Cookies. Yes. Did you notice that they use the V as a U? I did. Very How good.
1: Very Roman of them.
0: Actually, the the form, the font that they use there overall is very yes. uh, very Roman the looking. Theme,
1: the theming is good. Mm-hmm. The lady's outfit is questionable because she is wearing a hula skirt. Yeah. <laughs> But okay. I, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Well,
1: um, it could be because she's handing out macadamia. I I guess
0: so. Yeah. That's, that makes more sense than what I was thinking in my head, which was Colossus Cookie with Roman font. Maybe it's Mount Vesuvius, and Mount Vesuvius is equated to uh, Mauna Loa. Is that the big,
1: Uh, yeah, the the Hawaiian, uh, the volcano? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Anyway... uh,
1: That's a stretch. uh, Yes, I know.
0: I know, but that's where I went. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, she walks up and offers him a sample of a cookie. It's very good. She says, well, if you'd like to buy some, they're a dollar each. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he he has eaten his fair share of samples by this point. Yes, they're all like, over his clothes. Oh, so that's your little plan—get us addicted and then jack up the price. <laughs> well, you win. So he bought He goes and buys one.
0: <laughs> so we he then uh, we cut uh, to him inside the kitchen at the house, and he is writing a little note. It mm-hmm. says, "Property of Homer J Simpson. Hands <laughs> off!" And he tapes it to the cookie
1: and puts it. Could puts the cookie in the cookie jar.
0: This is very much a great American cookie situation because the cookie it's is too very big, big. yes yeah, too yeah. big to go into the cookie jar so he just kind of sets it on top and you know what's going to happen here but first we cut to Lisa and uh, Marge mm-hmm. Lisa says I finished my patch the two most uh, influential musicians in my life or musical influences in my life Mr. Largo is one
1: mm-hmm. I think this is the first time he's named
0: Is it? (laughs) Is it? She says something very funny here. She says, he taught me that even the noblest concerto can be drained of its (laughs) beauty and soul.
1: Gosh dang, is that ain't the truth.
0: So, more or less, he is the antithesis of the other greatest musical influence in her life.
1: Bleeding Gums Gums, Murphy. of course.
0: She even has a signed Uh, picture of him. I love
1: that, that she has Bleeding Gums picture hanging in her room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, he taught me that music is like a fire in your belly that comes out of your mouth. So you better stick an <laughs> instrument in front of it.
1: <laughs> yes. That's very funny.
0: And uh, we then uh, see, uh, we, we cut to uh, Santa's little helper who's drinking from the toilet, still being a naughty dog. Yeah. Um, and uh, Marge is bringing Homer in to see the quilt. And boop. Guess what? It's. In tatters. Torn, oh man. Torn
1: to shreds. Oh, terrible. Six generations ruined, Marge says. Yeah. And she's very, she's like she's crying. She, she's very upset.
0: Yeah. Un- understandably so. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, you see the setup for the joke coming here. Yeah. I, I, I was ready to laugh and I did laugh when mm-hmm. it happened. Uh, Homer comes over and says, Marge, Marge, come on. He
1: he sits down on Lisa's bed with Marge. Yeah. And like their scraps are all around them. And then he looks over and what does he see? Don't get upset. It's not
0: the end of the world. We all love the quilt. You can't get too attached to. And he sees sees
1: the note he wrote and taped to his cookie. And he realizes that the dog has eaten the cookie as well.
0: And of course, in this moment, Homer gets more upset about the cookie than Marge was even about the quilt. Uh, This is not happening. This is not happening. He says... Yeah, and so we call for a family meeting when uh, he says here we've never had a family meeting before. Well, it won't be the last Homer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um,
1: did did you guys have family meetings when you were growing up?
0: No, not Neither really. We. No, uh, I mean
1: it was just me. So I guess there really wasn't any. When meeting.
0: when I lived at the house that was next to your house. Um, uh uh-huh. Uh, we would have family meetings there. <laughs> That's right. We would call family meetings. Yeah, <laughs> and every so often we're all in the we're all in a chat now. So every mm-hmm. every so often, if there's a big announcement to be made, like really? when Caitlin and I were going to move, we called a family meeting via our uh, yeah our Facebook chat. Yeah. <laughs> um. Basically, the problem is is Santa's little helper. He's
1: not learning.
0: Yeah, and Homer says we've never had a problem with a family member we can give away before. <laughs> Yeah, but we still cut to the interior of Santa's Little Helper's mind, looking at the Simpsons, and it's just blah 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 blah. Even though Homer is
1: upset, mm-hmm. the dog doesn't understand, right? And Bart Bart obviously is very upset by yeah. this. In
0: short, they're saying we're going to give this dog away. Exactly. Uh, uh, I mean he's he's been destructive, and I mean dogs can be destructive, y'all. Mm-hmm. Caitlin mentioned our dog our carpet tearing, literally tore up. A section of carpet in our old house like yeah. we came home and you could see the pad the, the pad the and the wooden the yeah. Yeah, the wooden subfloor like uh and i i man like <laughs> i i walked in and caitlin imme- immediately was she was there before me mm-hmm. and she goes don't get too upset i walked in and like my hands went on the top of my head it was just like a what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do about this? We got it
1: fixed. It was fine. It, but it was, it was fine in the moment. You don't. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god!
0: Like, what happened? Turns out
1: he's an anxious boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a little puppy. Look at him sleeping oh, over there, yeah. hanging off the dog bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. So. Anyways, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah Lisa. Uh, Lisa uh, says, you know, we we can't. No, uh, we can't give this dog away. Surely, mom agrees. Uh. And uh, oh, I'm sorry. I think that was Bart there who said, uh, I can't bear to let him go. Mm -hmm. Mom agrees. And Marge says, No, I agree with your father. Uh, And Homer takes a second to rub it in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, as it turns out, um, you know, Marge says, He's not even housebroken. We spent all this money on obedience school. Uh, And I don't see any improvement. So Bart throws in for a last-ditch effort here, basically, and says, if he studies real hard, passes his final, and becomes the perfect dog, can we keep him? And Homer goes, no. And that's when Lisa chimes in. That's when Lisa chimes in, And she's
1: like, this is our pet. We can question his integrity and disposition, but we can't question his heart. Are you trying to teach us that the way to solve a problem with something you love is to throw it away?
0: (laughs) I mean. And this touches Homer. It looks like he starts tearing up a little, and he responds to her saying, if they're ever going to pull the plug on me, I want you in my corner, honey. Uh." But Marge relents here because of Lisa and says, mm-hmm. all right, if he passes, then we can keep him. Yeah. So here is the game, right? He's got to learn. He's got to pass. But he's just not he's, doing it.
1: Yeah, he's, he's having a struggle. Uh-huh. It's almost as if it took three weeks to teach him how to sit. Oh, right knocks. You, you,
0: you mean like with this little puppy <laughs> yeah. that's passed out over here who ate a whole pizza?
1: <laughs> and carpet. And carpet. Yeah.
0: Yes, it took three weeks to teach this dog to sit, but, but he, he does He knows sit. how to do it.
1: He does sit.
0: I told Caitlin earlier, now if only we could like, you know, put our hand out with a treat to the other dog without the dog running away, we might be able to treat him. Yeah, he's, ve- he's a
1: frady cat. He's, he's very, he's very sweet, but he's very timid.
0: Yeah. These poor, these poor buddies. I'm sorry to yeah, say ahead. they didn't
1: have great lives before we got them,
0: but you sure hit the jackpot. Didn't you, buddies. <laughs> yeah.
1: How many treats have you had today? God. No, no, no. Oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I saw a meme earlier today that said, I think everyone should do a full album of the songs they sing to their dog.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Ours would be a double album. It would
1: be, yeah, it would be a two CD set at least. I won't
0: bore you with all the songs we sing to our dog, but I will sing you the very first one. And it was the, it was the first morning I came downstairs to uh, Knox in the We were crating him at the time. Mm-hmm. So he was downstairs in the crate. I walked downstairs and I went, Henny,
1: Henny, 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 Henny. Hello, 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 and, good morning.
0: and this, he's passed out right he now. He normally reacts but to it sti- still. Oh, there he is. <laughs> he still responds to that song. Yeah. Hey, Knox.
1: He's
0: passed out. <laughs> he's
1: pr- proving us wrong in yeah. this moment, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, so here's the, the deal is, you know, he's got to pass, but we cut immediately to the interior of the school, mm-hmm. and Bart is trying to show him how to do it, and the dog just sits.
1: Yeah, so uh, he's showing the dog, and the the uh, Emily Winthrop uh, gives Bart a treat instead of the dog.
0: Yep. Then we're back in the kitchen. Marge is typing on a typewriter. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, And Homer is dictating a letter where he's outright lying about how great this dog is. The letter is for an ad that Mm -hmm. they're going to put into the paper, I suppose, to get rid of the dog.
1: Free to a loving home, world's most brilliant dog. Says I love you on command.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And then we're back in the school, and he's trying to get him to sit. And he's pressing pressing on him, uh, saying, sit, sit, sit. Uh, Emily Winthrop is not impressed. Then the dog turns away, and Bart tries the old gag.
1: Oh yeah, take a walk. Take a walk. That's great. Yep. Sniff that other dog's butt. Good boy. Yep. Uh yeah. See, he does exactly what I tell him. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's not good. And then Back uh, to the
0: household we have Homer on the phone, uh-huh. right? And he's talking to supposedly somebody who is interested in the dog. And so uh, he says, "No, no, we'd never give him away." But we're moving to a country where dogs are forbidden.
1: Yeah. Um, and then he, he's like, he's like praising him, and he's yeah. saying, "Oh, good boy, put that put that prowler down."
0: Now, mind you, Santa's little helper is not here. No. Uh, and so and he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, of course." Essentially saying, "You know, come here, boy." And so he pants into the phone and say, "I love you, boy." And he I love you. right, <laughs> good dog. Uh, and isn't that amazing? And the end of the conversation. See you soon.
1: Yep. Um, then we're back at the school. That's right. And uh, the test here is that um, Emily says a lot of you think your dogs have mastered the stay command. Uh-huh. Let's see if this if they can stay away from this beef Wellington. And she takes out a plate and puts it on the floor.
0: Uh, just, uh, just uh, to you know, knock Emily. Uh, down a peg here. Uh, That Beef Wellington had a very thick crust. It did.
1: (laughs) Gordon Ramsay would not
0: approve. Nope. Nope. If you're going to go on to Hell's Kitchen, you better know how to make two things. Pan-seared scallops. Oh, I'm sorry. Three things. Pan-seared scallops, mushroom risotto... And um, Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. Yep.
1: <laughs> um, so Bart is trying to get Santa's little helper to stay, he, like, to the point of where he's, like, hugging him, go, trying yeah, to we restrain him. go down the line, and
0: all the other dogs are sitting. They're yeah, staying. they're
1: being very nice, and, and, but not Santa's little helper.
0: Yep, uh, Bart gets dragged all the way over to the Beef Wellington by way of Santa's little helper.
1: And uh, he fails that test. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So, the man, uh, we cut back to the interior of the Simpsons household, the living room here. The man has come. He says, oh, well, you know, he'd be very happy on my farm. People think that only mules can pull carts. (laughs) Um, But, uh, at any rate, it looks like this is all going to...
1: Yeah, it's all going to come. It's all going to work out, and Santa's little helper is going to go live with this man on his farm.
0: Yep. But, uh, we then are back inside the office of Miss Winthrop. And Bart walks in and says, Listen, if it's all the same to you, you get paid either way, would it be a big deal if you just let him pass?
1: Yeah, and she's like, No, no, no. She says, um, perhaps I cling to the old ways like a well chewed shoe as the tradition uh as the traditions I was weaned on or put to sleep or neutered one by one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but my time has not passed yet. Yep. Um, The world does not need another college graduate who doesn't know how to sit. Mm -hmm. So she says, no.
0: Yep, and we see yet another view from Santa's Little Helper. Mm Blah, 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 blah. Yep, nothing. And she says to Bart, she says, pull the chain.
1: To correct the dog. Correct the
0: dog, Mm yeah. And he says, I don't want to strangle my dog. And she yells at him, pull the chain. Pull the bloody chain is what she says.
1: Yeah, and then... Santa's little helper yelps, and yep, it's and very
0: sad. Bart is immediately uh, sorry for having done so. Mm-hmm. Then we're back in the Simpsons household, and Marge walks in on Lisa. Boy, there's a lot of flipping back and forth there here. There really is. <laughs> to describe it can be tough. Yeah. Um, but we're back in Lisa's room here. Lisa is sewing a new quilt, mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, it's an image that she has sewn. She really does have good... Uh, skills. They're here. really,
1: um, yeah. She's um, doing a great job.
0: Uh, it is an. Uh, she says this patch commemorates the destruction of the old quilt.
1: Yeah. So she's embroidered <laughs> a picture of Santa's little helper chewing yes. up the old
0: quilt. And then we get the uh, we, we we cut into a very sad scene. It's the <laughs> night before Caitlin was losing. It made
1: me cry. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it's, it's a touching it's sad. Scene. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's nighttime. It's the night before. They're in the backyard. Bart and Santa's little helper. He's trying to get him to sit. He's pressing on his back end. Sit, sit, sit. And it's just not working. Uh, And Lisa walks out and says to him, he's not going to learn it now. Don't spend your last hours together tormenting the poor creature. Have some fun. Uh, And so she then picks up the ball and throws it and says, go get it, boy. He just stares at her. (laughs) I know that feeling. Sure do. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, Bart... uh, Says, I'm gonna miss you, boy. I thought we were gonna be pals forever. Oh ugh, man! Ouch! Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know. And um, but we're gonna to have to say goodbye because you don't understand a single word I say. If you just <laughs> knew how important it was. And then we're cut. In, we're inside of Santa's little helper's mind here. Blah 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 blah. And he says, sit. Sit. He
1: understands. He understood
0: him. Yes. Yeah. And he does. Yep. Wait, you did it. And then it's blah, 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 blah. Lay down.
1: Uh-huh. And then he does that.
0: Shake hands.
1: Stay. Stay speak. Speak.
0: Yeah. He's doing it. He's doing mm-hmm. it all. And mm-hmm. then uh, while he's doing all these tricks, he we cut immediately to the graduation ceremony.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so, yeah, so he, Bart is showing Emily Winthrop that now, yes, Santa's little yeah, helper the, can do all this stuff.
0: Yeah, it's the graduation ceremony. Yeah, it's
1: you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Good
0: show. Yeah. And they all cheer, and they wake <laughs> There's this very weird transition in Homer right here, uh, because Homer is clapping his hands with a big frown on his face, mm-hmm. and then he... Like sort of he just he's happy transitions to being happy. Yeah. I'm not sure that was necessary at all. Like it would have been just. I think it would have been funny actually if he would have just been frowning and clapping at the end and that's the credits. Mm-hmm. But he does this. Uh, I just wrote down that Homer transition. What is yeah, that? Yeah,
1: that was weird. Uh, yeah. But then we see you know all the graduates together, and then instead of throwing their um their caps in the air, they throw their leashes in the air yep. or their chains in the air.
0: Yep. And, and
1: that's that's it. And then, then we, we cut credits. Then we learn a little bit <laughs> about some of the class participants. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like at the end of a movie that's based on real story, they tell you like where the people Don't are now. You or
0: forget about yeah, me. So, uh, yeah.
1: So, uh, one of them was uh, one of the uh, dogs was named Buddy. He ran away from home. Uh-huh. Then uh, Martin's dog. Lao Tzu (laughs) Uh, ate a poisonous toad and is now in a coma, which is sad. Uh And then Santa's little helper bit Bart, but Homer didn't mind. That's right. (laughs) And then, yeah, that's the end.
0: So um, there's one more note that I wrote down here. And uh, we're almost an hour and a half into this. uh, But uh, I do want to bring it up because I just don't know where this comes from. Uh, At one point... um, uh, Mrs. Winthrop, she utters the phrase, she says, heavens to Murgatroy.
1: Uh huh.
0: Where does that come from? I uh, don't know. Uh, Snagglepuss used to say it, heavens to Murgatroy. But I have no idea where that comes from. I've heard many people say it, I think mostly because of Snagglepuss. Uh,
1: it's the but, characteristic cash trades of Snagglepuss.
0: Yeah, but like, what is Murgatroy? I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway,
1: I think it originated with. Him.
0: It sounded to me like she said Murgatroyd, but, Yeah, I mean, I don't that's know if that it matters spelled. at all. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, 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 I guess if that originated with him, that's where it comes from. But I just
1: yeah, it's supposed to be like a heaven to Betsy, right? Situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, that's that was my question. So we are at the end of the episode. Let's hear your thoughts.
1: I liked it. Uh huh. Steve. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think probably because we do have a dog that has not been the best behaved in the past. (laughs) So like, I was like, Oh no. But, uh, I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. I thought this was
0: a very good episode. Same. I yeah, I was I, I enjoyed uh the, the storyline. I didn't feel like any of the what you know was filler, like the what was going on in the doctor's office and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, was too lengthy, you know. Uh, I
1: mean in in that kind of stuff did kinda like move the episode along.
0: Yeah, lots of good jokes in the mm-hmm. episode overall. It was heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Um you uh of course we all know that they're not going to end up getting rid of the dog. Right. What's going to happen? The only thing that I did not... The only thing that I thought was really just off was that Homer transition at the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like... Uh, but outside
1: of that, I thought the whole thing... Maybe it's because he realizes in that moment that he really loves Santa's little helper. And he's happy that I, he gets to stay. I think
0: that's the intention. But, yeah. You know, it didn't
1: read that way, no, necessarily. I, I, I really
0: do think it would have been funnier uh, if they'd have just let him be angry and clapping at the yeah. same time. But uh, anyway, yeah, this was a really good episode. I'm really... Uh, I'm really glad that on our fiftieth episode bow, 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 bow. we uh we got a we got a good one like this one here yep so um that is great uh, mm-hmm. and uh so next week we are looking at old money so we have a grandpa centric episode coming up oh. here. I, and
1: I don't I don't think i I mean obviously I don't I don't even think I've seen this referenced anywhere.
0: Uh, yeah, this it, this one, I would I would categorize this episode, uh, "Old Money" in uh, in as like obscure, like it's sort okay. of an obscure episode. Okay. <laughs> Um. So that being said, we are excited to continue on through the series. Fifty is not the end, baby. We've got over seven hundred of these,
1: <laughs> and we're getting we're getting into those good episodes. Yeah, we
0: are. So that's an exciting thing as well. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you can join us each and every week. We drop the main episodes on Wednesdays at seven forty two a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have been working through the forty eight Tracy Ullman shorts and have been dropping those usually on Mondays again at seven forty. 42 Eastern Standard Time in the morning. Uh, also be sure to follow us on our social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at escalator to nowhere pod and on Twitter at esk2nowhere nowhere esk to nowhere, po, esk to nowhere pod. Lord help me. <laughs> and uh, also make sure that you're joining us on our Facebook group, the Escalator to Nowhere Facebook group. If you'd like to send us an email like our good buddy Austin did, make sure you do so at escalator to nowhere pod at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us for this, our 50th episode. We are looking forward to the next 5,000 Uh <laughs> One at a time, Uh, but that being said, hey, you know what? If you would like to do us a big favor, you can do what many of you have already been doing so far. Tell a friend about us, Uh, and you know, uh, if you see somebody who is a Simpsons fan or somebody you think should be a Simpsons fan, drop our names. That does a great deal of good for us. You're also welcome to invite people to our pages, especially the Facebook group. We would love to have their commentary on there as well. So, again, thank you very much for 50 awesome episodes. We're having such fun doing this, and we're glad to have you here. And we will look forward to next time. But until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a season Simpsons fan. And
1: I am still learning. And we
0: will see you next week for old money. But until then,
1: smell you later.
0: Bye.